Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A. FDA approved for over 20 years. So talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. When I was 13 and first started my periods, I was terrified about what was happening to my body. And my first experience of trying to use a tampon was scary and weird. And I was always paranoid that I might leak. So imagine my dismay when all the adverts on TV for sanitary products showed women skydiving in white trousers, happily rollerblading around in white shorts, delighted with their lives, whilst I sat on the couch in the darkest, baggiest clothes I could find with a hot water bottle on my tummy. When I first saw the Tampax ad that is now banned where a woman speaks honestly about how to insert a tampon, I thought, finally, an honest, to the point, no dancing around the issue ad about periods. But this ad is now banned. It's deemed full of sexual innuendo, apparently. It's deemed unsuitable and offensive. So once again, I feel, and many other feel, uh, women feel, that their body and its natural function is something to be ashamed of. Joining me now to discuss this and our attitudes towards menstruation is menstrual coach Lisa de Young. Lisa, it's so wonderful to have you back on the show again. How are you doing? Thanks, Sinead. Yeah, great to be here. Now, firstly, could you just remind us about the work that you do? You support women through their monthly cycle. That's right, yeah. So I educate on the menstrual cycle, um, the whole, the, the cycle as a whole. And um, what I do is I kind of specialise in um, helping women who might suffer with pain or with their mental health around their cycle. Um, and then also help women understand the cycle and manage their energy levels and um, live a little bit more in sync with their cycle so they're not burning out every month. Okay, okay. So very, very useful information that a lot of women mightn't have known as well. Uh, And I know we touched on this quite a bit the last time you were on. Uh, Now, when you saw the now banned Tampox ad, uh, Tampons and Tea, I think it's called, what did you make of it? Well, my first reaction was that I was quite disappointed that it was um, taken off because I only Mm. saw it after having read that it had been censored. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, so um, so I watched the ad and um, I did think it was... Um, you know, an interesting ad and obviously inform informative to, towards women in terms of how to use a tampon and you know the bit at the start where they talk about that you shouldn't feel it and that mm. kind of thing. Um, so I did think it was good. It was definitely a completely different ad to the one that you mentioned before with the like the roller coasters and the white trousers and that kind of thing. And it's more reflective of what's actually going on for women. Um, but then um, you know I saw the news and um, the media talking about the ad being censored. And I guess I got actually quite curious about that, Sinead, because I kind Mm -hmm. of wondered, was there more to the story than, you know, just censorship and labelling Ireland as... (laughs) Backwards. A little bit backwards, you know. (laughs) I was like, are we really going to do that? So I asked um, my audience on social media uh, what they thought of it, and they all sent me little responses. 
And most of the women did say that they were just very disappointed that the ad had been censored and they liked the ad. There was nothing wrong with the ad. And, they, you know, it was a little bit cheeky, but it was kind of funny and we need ads like this. Um, but then I did get a few women now private message me and tell me that they thought the ad was offensive, the language was crass mm-hmm. and it was aggressive. And I did watch the ad a few times over and I can, if you watch it a few times over, like you can, there's a few lines in it that I would question um, so overall, what I kind of what I'm hearing from the women who I engage with is that we do need these ads and we need to be more liberal about this stuff for women, but um, that women are wanting their bodies to be talked about in a more respectful way. I um, see what you're saying. So you're talking yeah. about you're talking about the line where she says, "Get it up there, girls." Basically, yeah, I yeah, see, I get it up there, and the other line, um, not just the tip up to the grip. Yes, which yes, referred to um, instances of coercion language around coercion and that kind of thing so you know I was like okay there's a lot more there's a lot more to this conversation absolutely than just, you know there, 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 there really is um, but for me I just think like like you're, you're you know I've seen it a couple of times myself as well and I just think you know to censor it outright you know like for me it's 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 bringing the whole issue of a woman's body at the end of the day you do just gotta get it up to yeah, that's, that's yeah. what the message is all about yeah. and you know that's that's what it's trying to communicate I don't really see how maybe they would have you know maybe altered that and in, in terms of trying to make it to hit the point home for me it's bringing the issue of a woman's body and its natural function back into this sphere of shame again and I think somebody messaged in yesterday saying, yes, why don't women just all go back into the caves while they menstruate? This is the thing that it's kind of reinforcing. That, to me, feels damaging. Like, say, for example if a young girl who may be just starting out their periods or might be on the cusp of starting their periods sees this ad, you know, uh, now it's banned. What message is that sending her? Yeah, it's a really good question to ask that, you know, um, and that's an interesting thing. I think as well, I don't even think that in Ireland, from what I've understood now, is that these ads are even targeted at young girls because the the timings of these ads are kind of generally for when people, when the people who are watching television are adults. So mm. that's even in question, you know, so it's not, I agree, like it's not a good message at all. Like, and we still have so much work to do around this area. Like I was even just talking to a friend the other day who, um, someone made a nasty comment about her breastfeeding in public. Do you know this kind of stuff? Is oh yeah, that's on. still another issue. And there was it was breastfeeding <laughs> you know? week last week, I think, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like so, I've been thinking about this a lot. I have to say, and I, from my own kind of professional opinion, what I think is happening here is um, in Ireland and in lots of other countries, it, there's something happening called generational and systemic trauma. So that means that the fact that um, we've this has been going on for generations and generations and generations and people who feel uncomfortable with the likes of this ad or who are triggered by things like this or don't like it when women are breastfeeding in public, even though it's not okay for them to kind of act on it, they're still experiencing a trauma in and of themselves because they didn't receive the right education themselves, mm-hmm. if that mm-hmm. makes sense. Yes, no, so, I absolutely understand. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So there's kind of a lot of work. We've got, we have a lot of work to do in terms of education and um, and just, yeah, promoting. And I think it's great that this actually at the end of the day, from that systemic point of view, 
we're having this conversation, you know, about the tax ads. I think this is great. Like, (laughs) yeah, because you know, we're we're uh, you know we're talking. We we spoke about this the last time you were on as well. This idea of you know a period being uh, something that we talk about in a hushed voice, and we don't talk about it on the radio, Lisa. uh, You know, and uh, and definitely like when I was when I was younger, I it was something that you know I would have went to my mother and said you know, I've got my period, I need to get, you know, and it was all yeah. whispered and, you know, particularly if my dad was there, you know, you yeah. might feel embarrassed, even though my dad would not feel embarrassed in the slightest, yeah. you know, it was all this and it was a women's complaint, you know, yeah. and, and we've all these code words around it, you know, I mean, yeah. I'm in a slimming group and we call it Star Week. You know I mean? Wow. <laughs> like, wow. I mean, there's all these code yeah. words around, and majority of the people in uh, the slimming group are women, by the way. Um, so, mm. you know, we need to, we need to bring this uh, out into the open and this is what you do so you when you see people when you see women uh, that are going through difficulties with their cycle more often than not they're going through this for quite a while because of this issue of it's shameful it's embarrassing it's private yeah yeah I see I see that a lot especially for women who have had debilitating pain for years um what I've seen is that they will go to quite they will go to quite a lot of doctors um but the problem is, is that and um, there's the, even the options in terms of what doctors and gynecologists can offer is still quite limited. So in terms of they'll they'll offer them the pill and mm-hmm. um, surgery to explore if they have endometriosis or something like that. So quite um, extreme, um, I suppose, solutions to to, to such a problem. Um, and a lot of women don't want to go on the pill, and then, and a lot of women don't want to go for surgery. So they're looking for their options. And uh, and then I have women who are often dismissed by their medical providers or they're told that they, you know, this is kind of what they have to put up with because it's part of having a period, you know. So And I was one of those people when I was younger. I was told by my doctor that, like, oh, this is just kind of the deal. Yeah. <laughs> you know? So, like, um, and then when I start to work with them, I do work at that kind of deep, deep sort of level of, like, working through stories and shame and emotional release and that kind of thing. So there's there's a lot there. There's really a lot there. And what happens is, um, and I think this is what's happening right now, is that there's a lot of anger coming up because of all the suppression and the shame and the having to hide it and be quiet. So we're kind of still at that early stage, I think, as a country. Yeah, them. that's very, very yeah. interesting. Yeah, because, you know, even as you're talking there and I mentioned it in the intro, I would be and still now, but definitely when I would have uh, first had my period, you are terrified of, you know, maybe a leakage or somebody knowing or being mocked for it or, you know, there's all of that that goes on and on with it. Absolutely, there really is. And actually, as you mentioned, um, endometriosis, we had Margaret very uh, kindly got in touch and she spoke about her experience. She said it was hell on earth. Uh, never thought she'd welcome the menopause, she says. And she actually has her daughter, Jessica, who's listening in right now, which I'm delighted about as well. Um you know, so you've had you have these people that have these horrific experiences, and actually, funny enough, there is another ad out there. I think it's the body form ad that's yeah. more like an art form of a of a, an ad that I've just remembered. And this is beautiful because it shows everything from uh, the cycle to infertility to menopause to those debilitating cramps of endometriosis. Maybe this is the way forward, Lisa. Do you think? Uh- that's exactly it, Sinead. I'm so glad that you mentioned that ad because um, the, the women who complained about the Tampax ad to me said we need to talk about the likes of the body form ad because it really captures women's experiences, like the, the women's lived experience of what it is to be a woman in a woman's body with a womb and all of the diverse kind of experiences that we have and the stories we have to tell because it's 
is filled with stories of joy and hope and suffering and do you know it's yeah. like that is a beautiful ad um, oh, it's it's a work of art. Me. It's a work of art that ad. It really yeah. is, and like it has everything from, as you say, you know, uh, when you think your period is gone, and you go and you get a nice pair of underwear, and all of a sudden it comes back again, <laughs> yeah, exactly. and destroys it. You know, uh, to the woman in in the corner uh, on the floor in just so much pain. But you know, yeah. what about women like say that like Margaret uh, that experienced it, and also young girls that might be tuned in right now that are apprehensive, fearful maybe about starting their period or they have it and they're, you know, nervous about it or they're they're fearful um, and they're too embarrassed maybe to go to a GP. They can see you without a GP referral. Oh yeah, they can definitely see me without a GP referral. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if, if there's something, like I would I would encourage people to work with me and their GP, you know, or and their nutritionist. So definitely, um, because I would work very much on the emotional level. I wouldn't be prescribing medication, but I would, I could suggest certain things, you know, um, so yeah, for 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 people who are afraid and who are apprehensive or who struggle with pain, I would definitely say like just start with being really gentle and kind with yourself. Like the more gentle and kind with yourself you can be about this, the better it is for your body. Because what happens is when we're in that state of fear every month, that can actually perpetuate pain and, mm. and PMS and that kind of thing. So the days before your period, if you have a regular cycle, if you can just to take it really gently with yourself, give yourself lots of space. Um, and then when you have your period, it's okay to be in pain a little bit. Um, ask for help, ask for support, make your make your environment as comfortable as you can. Um, and, you know, take a painkiller, get a hot water bottle and watch a nice movie can make a huge difference. Oh, know? it really can. It really yeah. can. And actually, just uh, before we go, because you are doing a fantastic workshop, you are educating people on how to educate young girls around this. This is happening in at uh, the end of this month. Tell me about this. That's right, yeah. So the workshop is called Supporting Our Girls Through the Menstrual Cycle. So it's a workshop for parents, guardians, teachers, sports coaches, or even therapists who work with children um, or young girls. And that's on the 27th of August. It's on Zoom, so online. Mm-hmm. Uh, 7 till 9pm and you can book it on my website at yourcyclematters.com and then if you click on events at the top that it'll be on there. Perfect. It sounds like a great workshop. Uh, Lisa, keep doing what you're doing. You're helping an awful lot of women and thank you so, so much for joining me on the show today. Thank you. Bye. Not at all. Lisa DeYoung there, period coach. Yourcyclematters.com, by the way. You can find tons of information there, not just about that workshop, but just about what Lisa does in general. I highly recommend you check it out. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. 